Hey, all. You know, I haven't done an individual episode in a really long time because I've been overwhelmed with guests, amazing guests, experts, specialists, people who have gone through a lot of interesting experiences and things in their, in their life. And I wanted to showcase these amazing people. But recently I got a message from an old friend and acquaintance from where I grew up who said, you know what, Ellie, I really miss your monologues. Can you kind of throw them in once in a while? And I really believe that this week, this week, um, feeling raw and vulnerable, I think it's really important to share something that I, I think people know, but weighs a little heavy on my heart. So that's what we're going to talk about this week on the Dude Therapist special episode, two in one week um, after Dr. Sean Horn, where we talked about shame busting, um, the idea of vulnerability and being authentic. I wanted to kind of attack that a little bit from my perspective and promote it as something that is truly beneficial for mental health, for stability in relationships relationships with others, and specifically a relationship with yourself. Now, this is not crazy prepared, no questions or purpose, except for talking out some honest truths. If you've noticed recently on the podcast, I've talked a little bit more because of Justin Baldoni's book, Man Enough. And you all know I love me some Brene Brown. You know, I love the concept of vulnerability and why it's so important to talk about your story and being authentic. Because when you're authentic, when you share your vulnerabilities, when you share your true self, two things happen, maybe three. One, you let it off your shoulders a little bit. You know, there's a theory out there by Dr. David Burns, which is something that I repeat over and over again with my clients when I'm on podcasts, I think it is so important. Emotional focused therapy or EFT is about the concept of letting your emotions out and having a space to express them in a healthy way. Because when we deny ourselves the ability to express our emotions throughout our lives, that stuff builds up. Now, I always use this example. If your mom or dad comes to you and says, hey, can you please clean your room? And hopefully they ask nicely and hopefully everything goes smoothly. Most teenagers will go to their room and take things and shove them in other places. So things look clean. I know, I know I did that a lot. My closet was just a mess in the bottom of the closet through all the stuff on the floor. Anything I put it under my bed, put it in random drawers. I had a hard time finding things later. But just to get rid of the garbage, to get rid of the dirt, I put it some places that I thought was hiding it in a healthy way so that if my parents came into my room, I did my chore, I can go on with my day. But what the EFT therapy model talks about, what Dr. David Byrne talks about in Feel Good Therapy, his book, and when panic attacks, talking about panic attacks and anxiety, he talks about what happens when we don't clean our room in a healthy way. We don't have healthy outlets to be able to express ourselves and get things off our chests because we need to. We need to clean our room. We have to clean away the garbage to make space for us to live. 
That's just a fact of life. If you live in clutter, if you hoard all your emotions, all your feelings, there's no space for positivity. There's no space for you. So a couple weeks ago, I started reading Man Enough. And I got to tell you, the stories and experiences that Justin Baldoni had hit me so hard as a man, as a boy growing up, struggling to find my expression of who I was, to be able to feel comfortable and authentic, to be able to feel and share those feelings with people around me. It hit me so hard. I got to tell you, I was in my head. I was all over the place emotionally. I got got very internal, which doesn't happen to me very often because I'm a very external person. It got me thinking a lot about sharing because we all have things to share. We all have things that make us who we are. We all have stories and experiences, good and bad. We all have a past which impacts our present and can really affect our future. Now, I'm not going to start divulging some deep, dark secrets about who I am, but I want to talk about some experiences that I might have had and how it has taught me to be who I am today. Now, I really want to make this very clear. I am not unique or special in this way of being able to feel me, to be able to be me. I don't have some magic story that helps or helped me learn. But I do have experiences that shook me in a way that taught me the positivities, the power that you have of being vulnerable and authentic compared to hiding. Now, growing up, some of you might have known me who's listening. Some of you have, probably most of you have not. I was a very emotionally all over the place kind of kid struggling with ADHD, emotional regulation, being able to keep your emotions in a healthy check is something that I really struggled with. I also struggle with social cues, learning how to navigate social norms, societal norms of how to interact, not just societal norms of what it means to be a man or boy and interact with the world. That's a totally different struggle I had because I was emotional. Now, being emotional in a world where the currency of being a man, manhood, strength, power, that doesn't exist. And I was taken advantage of, bullied, pushed around, used um, for the currency of thinking this one concept, being cool, being in the cool crowd, which sounds ridiculous now as an adult, but as an eight, nine-year-old kid, even younger, probably six to eight years old, understanding that I needed to do or act a certain way to be cool is ridiculous looking back on it now because who defines what cool is? So someone was better at, the, at athletics, someone who had the nicest clothes or more girls around them or more friends makes them cool. And in the end, they treated me like garbage because I was emotionally vulnerable and not being myself trying to be like them. What happened was it was years of bullying years of doing other people's homework, trying to buy myself into a crowd that eventually I never fit in and probably never would have, no matter how hard I tried. That was one experience. 
Another experience is for people who don't know, I was in a boy band or a a Jewish um, group, singing group that I traveled the country and parts of the world singing. Um, I loved it. I loved it. And at that moment, I found something that was mine. Now, I got made fun of a lot because what boy sings and dances? You know, this is before Glee came out or any um, music theater big thing in the 90s. That wasn't okay, which is also another ridiculous thing. The shame of missing sports games or not being sporty enough because I was out traveling and singing. Looking back, the experiences I had totally shaped me. I was being myself and I loved it. When I was on stage and I was performing, I was so true to who I was. Still am. I sing all the time. Ask my daughter, ask my wife, ask my friends. I am humming humming and singing constantly. I love music. I found myself. And within those years, about four to five years of being in this group, I learned how to control my emotions, control my ADHD in a way that I probably would have never had in other ways like playing sports. Not there's anything wrong with playing sports. I love watching sports. I'm okay at sports and I've accepted that and it doesn't make me any less of a man. Now there's this thing, there's this weird thing, the same stigma that goes into sharing mental health. There's this worry that if I put out my heart, if I let myself go and be honest, just a little honesty, and people will see me for who I am, they might not, they might not like me. They might be, I might, I might be judged. They might make fun of me. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to be my authentic self. I'm not going to share. I'm not going to be vulnerable just in case. Now, what happens is you're lying to yourself. You're putting on a show. Now, we all wear masks. We all wear a protective thing to help us get comfortable. But once you get comfortable, shedding that layer is important so that you feel comfortable when you're around other people. Why should you have to hide yourself? Why should you have to hide your beauty, your uniqueness? And reading all the stories of Justin Baldoni really brought up all these thoughts. And now recently, and this might be controversial, but I am an Orthodox religious Jew. And the past couple of weeks have been so hard for me to share on social media that I am Jewish and I am proud to be a Jew. And anti-Semitism and hatred towards anyone, I don't care what religion, race, ethnicity, background you come from, no Hate is okay. You are not allowed to be hateful towards someone because you don't like who they are. Violence and aggression, cursing and yelling at people, making them feel afraid to be themselves, that is not okay. Now, yes, right now I'm talking about Jews, but the same thing goes for when it was Asian hate, Islamophobia, racism. Religious persecution is not okay. And one thing does not make another thing okay. Just because other people are suffering does not mean that you can cause violence to others because you feel like it or it seems okay or right to you. 
And it was one of the first times in my life that I felt ashamed to be Jewish. I felt ashamed to wearing a kippah, a head covering. I felt ashamed to admitting that I agree or disagree with certain things on social media because I might be called out and people might be aggressive, be mean, and be ridiculous in a nasty way that is not okay no matter who you are. When I started my social media platform, Elevation, which is now Ellie Weinstein underscore LCSW, the main goal was to bring mental health and issues out in the open in a digestible, approachable way. It has been a passion and drive of mine since I was a kid to help people be seen and heard and understood. I have anxiety sometimes. I struggle with ADHD. I'm a human who is a parent, a father, a son, a husband, a therapist, and we all go through something and stressful in our life. And I thought it was so important to share struggles because people being seen, people feeling that they're not alone is so important. To be authentic, to be true to who you are, the positives and the weaknesses. Because weaknesses don't mean you are weak. It means you are human and have things about you that you struggle with. And there's no problem with struggling. Just get help. Reach out. Talk to someone. Find something that helps you get support. Because no one deserves to go it alone. Now, I know I'm dancing around to different ideas. The main thing is this. Throughout our lives, at some point, we have been told that a part of us or something about us or an idea or thought process should be shut down or hidden because you should be ashamed of thinking or feeling that way. Now, I want to make a very important caveat. If you're not hurting someone, uh, sorry, if the thoughts are about hurting someone, hurting yourself, are dangerous or inciting violence, that's something that you should talk to someone about because it's important to walk work through that. But anything else, being authentic, being real, being raw is so is so important in this day and age because social media has taught us to be perfect, to have the curated profile that if someone can look at it, they can see the amazing magical world that you have created on social media, which is not reality. And I know for me during COVID, there's been a lot of shame around body, body image. I've gained some weight and a lot of us have. I've doubted who I am, not understanding where my my life is going because COVID is just confusing. Roles being crisscrossed in ways that I've never expected. And there's a lot of anxiety and shame and stress behind what is going on inside internally. Does it mean you shouldn't interact with the world? Does it mean that you shouldn't find support? Does it mean that you shouldn't share? Hey, buddy, I'm struggling. I'd love to talk to you about it. And I think one of the biggest keys that we've lost in this year is the ability to see other people and feel seen and heard and comforted by being around those that might be like us, might be going through struggles. And I know as a guy, as a man, there is this weird stigma of reaching out to other men and saying, hey, dude, I'm not doing okay. So I took it upon myself to reach out to some of my buddies to say, hey, how are you feeling? What's going on? Can I be there for you? I've reached out to some of my friends and said, hey, I'm not doing well. Can we chat? 
because no matter who you are, where you are, being authentic and real with yourself, being vulnerable makes you stronger, makes you honest. It puts it out there so that you're not hiding all the garbage in the closet. You're putting it out there and being emotionally real so that you can get the help that you deserve and need. So why am I talking about this? Why does this matter? Because if you can't be yourself for yourself, if you can't be yourself for the others in your life that matter so much, in the end, you're not being true. You're not being healthy. It won't help you in the long run. So it doesn't mean you have to share your entire story. Being vulnerable doesn't mean that you have to open up about every little thought and emotion that comes your way. But being authentic and vulnerable truly means that when you want to, you can. And when you want to, you do it. Don't be afraid to share your inner feelings, your inner thoughts, your true self in a way that helps you, in a way that gets you the support mentally with your soul and your mind. Make sure you take care of yourself. Because if you continuously hide and shove those feelings down, it will hurt you in the long run. It will hurt you, it will hurt your family, it will hurt your community, because we need you. We need you to share your realness. We need you to share yourself so that others can hear they're not alone. So here I am, letting you know that you have an ally. Reach out. Don't be afraid to share who you are. Don't be afraid to share your honesty. And if you are afraid, that's okay. Take your time, but take baby steps to get to a place where you feel comfortable with who you are and how you show up every day. That's all I want to say on this Therapy Thursday. I hope you like this episode. I know I was all over the place. It's been a long time since I did a monologue, but I wanted to be real and raw and how I truly felt from my heart to your heart. So I hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you on Monday on The Dude Therapist. Thank you so much to listening to this week's episode of The Dude Therapist. And it only is happening because of you, the listeners, tuning in every week, even twice a week, to this show all about mental health, relationships, and wellness topics. And really, let's be honest, everything in between. And I'm so excited to show up every time and having great guests. So thank you. And if you have any questions, concerns, ideas, collaborations, email me at thedudetherapist at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at thedudetherapist. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know your ideas. I can't wait to hear from you. And if you can go along, subscribe, rate, review on all the streaming sites that you're listening on. I truly appreciate it because that's what make this thing happen. So thanks for tuning in this week and see you next time on the Dude Therapist podcast. So we've got more guests and more great content coming your way.